Hello there, guys. Welcome behind the bunker. Monday night, episode 506. Thank you so much for joining us. Podcast episode number 386. For those of you that are uh, keeping track at home, my name is Todd Ansich. This is yet another weekly paintball podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, yeah, with me tonight, I have, uh, let's see, I have Josh Zubizabrikus. Yeah, buddy, here and complaining as always. So <laughs> let's get ready to go. I would say you're less complaining, more crotchety today. Last week, you were more ornery. That's fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Then we have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in. I see how you did that. You went one, two, Tiger Stripe. And then we'll go to Gavin, who's wearing something else. Ooh. Anyway, guys, thanks for, guys and girls, thanks for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. And we are um, talking about paintball and stuff. I never get a chance to wear my Tiger Stripe because you guys are always wearing it. Mine is in mint condition. I, I only wear it around time. the house. Actually, I did. I washed it once. Well, I hope yeah. you only wear it for the show then. I did. It's my Sunday going to meet. Yeah, yeah. See, Gavin gonna, can't wear it because all the flop sweat. I'm going to wear <laughs> it when, on a day when I can drive my mutt around. Are you talking about the Jeep? My Jeep, yeah. Nice. And uh, then. If you do it, come pick me up. I'll wear mine too. Okay. Then we have uh, Gavin Sharma, the odd man out. That's right. Always the odd man out, but I am so grateful everyone has tuned in this evening, folks. It is Behind the Bunker Monday night. Make sure you hit like and share so everybody else can join the party, the non-Tiger Stripe party side. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Thanks for tuning in. Very good. And I'm uh, not wearing Tiger Stripe. I'm not wearing a Behind the Bunker hoodie. I'm wearing uh, my Planet Eclipse hoodie. This is like you find a hoodie that you kind of fall in love with and it's comfortable and you just kind of keep putting it in your repertoire. That's this one. If I could sleep in it, I would. But uh, yeah. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about how much would you spend on your dream marker? Um, I think if I take all the money I've spent on every marker ever bought, it would be ridiculous. So even spending a few thousand on a dream marker would be uh, reasonable. But we'll get to your uh, answers later on in the program. Uh, if you guys head on over to paintball.media, their new online digital magazine is up, uh, featuring the NXL Sunshine State Major uh, amateur open that happened uh, this uh, well a couple weeks ago. Released today, Guns and Averone documentary episode two. Check that out. Uh, in order to watch it, you have to go to Paintball Media and become a Patreon uh, subscriber. So check that out. Um, last week, I thanked John Jones for uh, sending in. Uh, whoops, sorry. This uh, this book, the complete guide to paintball, uh, and thank you again. But Ryan McGee posted up. He says, I'll see you the complete guide to paintball and raise you the fourth edition. So there you go. He has the complete guide to paintball number four. I think I have that one. Yeah. I'm going to go look. Not it's right got now. the Echo 2020 featured uh, prominently on the front with, uh, looks like a, looks like a SFT shocker maybe. I guess I got the zoom. Let me see. Yeah, I guess so. And then those Extreme Rage gloves. Extreme Rage. Whatever happened to the Yee? Uh, speaking of gloves, this is Lisa Weber sends in a picture of her swag she won on our 500th episode. Uh, she won the baseball hat, but I thought, what the hell, let's send her some extra stuff. And we gave her some gloves as well. So good for you for, for winning that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to it or not, but uh, when we do our podcast, we, uh, we usually end our stream on Facebook and we go right into our podcast, which record uh, live uh, on YouTube. So if you want to uh, check it out you can but last week we were talking about uh something that gavin enjoys doing and that's uh, on a saturday night at home ordering skip the dishes and going to the movie theater and getting his movie theater popcorn 
You know uh. it, baby. Extra butter. <laughs> so just for you, we tried this this week. We are at Costco and got some popcorn. It uh, was not as good, Gavin. Thumbs down. Did you keep the movie theater bag and put it in there? We did, and I even rinsed out the cups you and put my own Fruitopia in, and it wasn't. It wasn't the same. Whatever, we tried. It was still 80 bucks for that bag of popcorn, though. That's retirement popcorn. You'll never <laughs> go through it. Yeah. Uh, later on the program, ladies and gentlemen, we have some of your questions for mail time to get to, and we'll get to that shortly. Uh, first, we have, uh, we're have we going to get into a vault segment from Joe. We have custom gear tonight. Josh, I have that loaded. We have prices right, and we have the topic tonight to get to. So don't go anywhere, guys. We have lots to get to, and we are watching you guys in the live chat. Uh, Alphonse says, I like this show already. Nice. All right, well, why don't we hit up Joe's uh, vault segment, guys, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from The Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, and we explore something cool. This week, we are going to talk about the 12 gram and how it revolutionized powering your paintball guns in the day. But this is what came next. This is the predecessor to the regulator. This is the thermo valve. This large monstrosity sat on top of a, a 12 ounce or a 10 ounce tank often and you would put on the hose and then there'd be a dummy CO2 that went into your paintball marker, usually your Bushmaster, your Aerostar Eliminator, maybe your PMI 1, PMI 3, whatever, but you'd have a hose, you'd fill this up, you'd have to unscrew this to fill it, you'd have a special fill adapter, then you would just open the valve like your garden hose at the side of your house and you would power but this is really what what came after 12 gram and this is what started the constant air revolution if you will anyway guys and girls thanks for watching from the vault and we'll see you next time pew pew All right, Joe, that was your vault. It was, it was my vault, and I did it in front of my M151 mutt. That Steve, Steve was wondering. He wants to wants me to do a show about my um my mutt. I'll I'll back it out of the driveway one day, and we'll do a little a little segment of it. Did anyone like my um Tommy gun, my toy Tommy gun from when I was a kid in the background? Yeah. That was on my Jeep. It's kind of cool. I wonder how hard it would be to convert that to a paintball marker. I don't think it, it it the plastic is pretty old like it it's pretty brittle but it still it still goes <clears throat> when you pull the trigger <laughs> sorry that's out again it's like the french like the french maybe maybe i dated a girl who had a laugh like that it was terrible <sighs> that's good <laughs> uh so we have questions for mail time for you guys ladies and gentlemen maybe later on the show we'll tease it we'll play uh I, I do have a I do have a quick video of that Tommy gun in Joe's uh, in, from Joe's vault. Maybe we'll feature that later on in the show. Uh, why don't we get to a couple of the questions as well uh, before we do that? Um, yeah, let's do that, Gavin. Do you have uh, questions ready to go? Mail time. Mail time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's mail time—the time where I get to shine, where I rip open my sack. 
and read some of the correspondence that you, my friends, have sent in. Uh, so this week is no different from the other ones. We do have a sack of questions that you would like addressed. First one comes to us from Andrew Capitan, and he wants to know a uh, question from his wife. So Mrs. Capitan, have you ever got? Have, have you guys ever used hand signals during a match? And if so, did you find them effective for the situation that you were in? Any hand signals? <laughs> we no, use hand signals at the. Signals. We use hand signals at the bar when we're trying to pick up girls when we're younger. We're men, of course. We use hand signals. Absolutely, we use foot signals, as Joe says. Navy foot signals. Foot. Uh, <laughs> signals not yeah. singles as we were talking about the bar days yeah, yeah. i would say you use hand, foot hand signals because you're pointing at people you say two people shh, or stuff like that those are all those are all hand signals yeah as well yeah. It's not on an ongoing basis that you know that's part of your your repertoire or strategy repertoire, or depending on yeah. it, i think it really depends on the genre of the game <laughs> genre Genre. I do the Disney point when when there's guys. I you know I, I'll point straight ahead if there's guys. I may not do numbers, but I'll I'll point the directions that they are. Sometimes I'll say I'll use a clock and say twelve o'clock and three o'clock. But I guess that's not a hand signal. Now the one hand signal I use a lot is this one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I flip Gavin. Off of <laughs> I use this one a lot. Pew pew. Well, what pew, about pew, the hand yeah, signal pew. you use, Gavin? When I asked, didn't you get hit and you do the wipe signal? Oh uh, no, it's more this. <laughs> the universal for shut up Todd <laughs> sorry to all of you that are listening on your podcast at home Rock, today paper scissors Spock however that goes yep. yeah so you. yeah have you ever seen it or used it in a scenario yeah but I wave at people a lot yeah trying to get people's <laughs> attention for sure that's uh that's probably the biggest you know, never underestimate the power of a strong point <laughs> pointing you got to use the Disney point, though, where you tuck the thumb in, use all four fingers to point, so you don't offend anybody. Ah, the cup and point. Yeah. Is that <laughs> a good old cup and point. Is that what they call it? <laughs> I don't know. Are you guys nice. just being disturbing or no? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, if you guys, yeah, and the thing is, if you're not able to use at least hand signals when you're on the field, look at people's body language. I mean, if a guy is cowering, and his bunker's getting pelted. Look at the direction of where the paint's hitting it, and you'll know where it's coming from. Um, you know, just just looking at the people around you, their body language. You know, there's been lots of big games where you're standing out there a hundred, you know, a hundred abreast along the back line, and you look to your right, and everybody's fifty chicks. <laughs> Jolene, and then you know, you look to your left. Everyone's casually look to the right, and there's guys hunkered down shooting paint. Well, which way are you gonna go, right? So. I want to say, uh, Steve Abar in the chat says he was driving the other day and apparently was next to me, Garvin. Nice. Anyway, uh, he, he may have seen he may have seen a signal, so <laughs> just just thought it was me. <laughs> nice. And yes, bag of chips. I did make the podcast R-rated already. I'm sorry. I'm grumpy. I had to go there. Nice. Um, it took that. It's okay, Gavin. I, I have a I have a vi visual question, Gavin, if you don't mind. Yeah, please. Um, this one comes from Tommy Guns. He says, is there a decent HPA compressor for sale for home use? And then uh, Ryder Osborne uh, tagged him in a post, and I went to Amazon and looked at it. It's the Morphorn high-pressure hand pump. Basically, it looks like a... Bicycle pump? Yeah, bicycle pump. But when you look at it, the fittings are for like a high-pressure air nipple. Uh, the the gauge on it goes all the way to six thousand psi. I know that doesn't mean anything, but the gauge and it, it you're right. It's a 
It's a folding foot plate on it. Um, I feel like I need to buy one of these just to count the amount of pumps it'll take. And it's funny you say that because I, 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 I looked at the price, go 89 bucks. I should almost buy one for the show just to, just to do a review on it. But 89 bucks, I know exactly what I'm getting. No, You know what you do? You change your air table rules. If your <laughs> tank is within hydro, by all means, fill up at the compressor. If your tank's out of hydro, here you go. Here's the pump. You know, I, I was speaking of air and stuff. I was having a conversation with someone a, a while ago, another field operator. How, and I know they do it. It's very common in the States uh, where they charge for all day air. How far away are we, are we from, you know, having, you know, you get, when you get your entry, you get a fill, but then you buy all day air. Yeah. Like, are we, that, that, you know, I, I sense that that's, coming close to coming back again well high pressure air is way more expensive than co2 the field owner could buy a tank you know use it for the weekend and you know make a couple of dollars to cover the cost but a high pressure air tank hell even just the the, the bulk tank itself was like 1200 bucks let alone the compressor you know into the tens of thousands of dollars plus the operating and the gas people have no idea that is like the most expensive expense for a paintball field i would i would feel or at least one of them I agree with Joe. Like I, I almost think that there, there might be a, there might be a cost. The unfortunate thing is everyone has high pressure air, so it's going to hit every single person. But, um, but it's a, it's very common in the states where you know, you'll you'll pay your gate fee to get go to the paintball field, but then if you want unlimited air, it's an additional charge. Yeah. Um, look, I, I get that to cover sort of the. Uh, Sort of the overhead the operating costs for it for for sure yeah I, I think as a field owner you have to balance that out versus sort of liability just people bringing their own scuba tanks that may or may not be in hydro and doing all sorts of crazy fills in the uh, in the parking lot right so there and you can have a guy who's setting up shop right and uh and either giving away or, or selling it uh undercutting uh, the field owner too right so andrew woodward in the states we pay 15 bucks a day yeah. for all day air bobby douse two dollars a fill is fine pittsburgh paintball park air is free i think it, it depends but fifteen dollars a day for all day air that 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 seems like a lot but i i think it's <laughs> It's something that you're going to. I think you're going to see that become a become a, a, become, a standard. become standard across the industry at some point. <laughs> it used to be, and Todd's chuckling. No, not at your comment. I'm reading the Google reviews on this. So this pump. Oh, thanks for paying attention to the show. No, I, I'm Thank paying you. attention, yeah. but I I I I didn't. I we haven't answered the guy's question yet. But he says the reason he he goes the result. Uh, that he got was not even 100 PSI uh, that went into his tank, and that was after two hours of pumping. I'm sorry, but if you're pumping this bicycle pump for two hours, wouldn't you look at the gauge and realize sooner than that that you should stop pumping? Needless to say, he gave it a one-star review. So This is a great uh, you know, great addition to any paintball kit at this point because you know, let's lose some of that COVID weight. We've all been <laughs> sitting around and like, let's spend two hours trying to get a thousand PSI into our tanks. Yeah. yeah, Kevin's not wrong. So that's your $89 model. If you want to spend $600, you can get this. Uh, Zane Smith sent me this one and this is a GX portable PCP air compressor. Goes up to 4,500 PSI. Um, 600 bucks. But again, like it doesn't look like it's going to do a hell of a lot either. I know nothing on it. The Google reviews aren't uh, like they don't say much either. A guy had it 
Where is it here? So you got a 71% did five star ratings and the rest were four, three, two, and one star. So I, I, I don't know. Um, and then the other one that we've talked about on the show is this one here. It's the shoebox. Yeah. Uh, the shoebox compressor. It's currently unavailable right now, uh, but we've talked about this one on the show. We knew a couple of people who had them. If you're in a hurry for an air tank, this is not for you. Um, it's it's going to take a while. But if you're at home and you want a tank fill and you, you don't mind spending a thousand bucks on a shoebox compressor just to fill your air tank for an hour's worth of work, great. But yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm going to pass on that. Are we missing any? Is there any other option for someone at home to fill their compressor? You could buy a booster, but they're worth several thousand dollars, and that's not even... You still need a even, compressor. Even if you went to your local welding shop and bought and got a, an HBA or a high-pressure air, I guess a nitrogen tank, and filled, tried to... got the uh, proper fittings to fill your tank... Your first fill would be forty five hundred, but your second one would probably be four, then yeah. thirty five, then then by the end of it, by the time the tank was dry, you'd be getting like two thousand, then then there'd be a tank with lots left in it. You need a cascade system so you're yeah. you know. It's yeah, that's a hard one. But this pump that they're, they're talking about for 89 bucks, they say is suitable for filling basketballs and bicycle tires, so maybe that's all it's good for i don't know if you really want to be pumping for two hours to fill a tank and even if you're filling a small capacity a small cubic inch tank god that's going to take you forever and you and to what end you know the smaller the tank the faster the fill but the faster you empty it on your gun so i am um, had an experiment last year because we had a, a raft we, we had like in college to go. yeah yes <laughs> when i was in college it was an experiment um we we had a raft to fill so i i got it i had one of my i had a peanut i think a 45 45 and it was full so i got my remote line put it on the tank and then i i got the i got the fill nipple um and i had an extra fill nipple and i stuck it into the, the remote line and then put that piece into the air mattress or the raft to fill up and then i i slowly turned my tank on and the, the thing did inflate um but it, you know, was arduous. Yeah, I, I tried to fill a, a small inner tube raft type thing last year with a tire pump that you'd have that would go into your cigarette lighter and pump up your, your car tire. Yeah. And it took forever. Like legitimately, it, it, it was not even a, a viable option. You're better to use a shop vac with a reverse blower on it. And yeah, oh. yeah. My shop vac, you know shop vac's out of business. It is. You know that the shop, the company shop back is out of business. They used to be in Pennsylvania and they closed because, you know, your, all your other companies are making them. Goddamn COVID. Vacuums. Did you know that? Uh, were they not purchased by someone else? Um, I don't think so. I think I, Joe, I, I, I've heard that before. I think Joe's right. The, the brand or company shop back is gone. But when you've got rigid and craftsmen yeah, like and the wall makes them and then Milwaukee have them, but the company shop back went out of went out of business all right matt uh if matt was here he'd probably be doing that <laughs> here we go uh, a couple more please um so the next question comes to us good part of the show and paintball extravaganza uh rick chard wants to know how is attended to special events uh ran 
uh, since COVID had softened guidelines. So just, I guess, a survey for our friends in the United States of America and other countries. Uh, now that uh, some some uh, restrictions have been lifted or softened, uh, what's attendance like at events? Yeah, that's so. that, we definitely have to put that out to the chat form because where we are in Canada, we aren't running anything right now. Um, I know yeah, Super Game art. Ram fairly successfully with strict guidelines. Um, I saw the rules and I, and I applaud them for that. Um, and I know that NXL ran with some pretty strict guidelines as well. Um, so I guess it's depending on the it's depending on the state. We'll have to watch and see what you guys in the live chat are saying. But uh... Uh, for us, ain't nothing happening. Um, <laughs> so we are in lockdown and likely going to have an extension to that lockdown too. So we look with envy and jealousy um, south of the border uh, and around the world for those restrictions that have been listed, uh, lifted. Uh, because we're all anxious to get out there and uh, do some few pewing, but it's just not yeah. going to happen here for a little while the yet. The soonest we're so. going to play paintball where we are, what do you guys think, June? June. Uh, second yeah. week of, second week of June, potentially, maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, fingers crossed that things go well so that wow. we can get some freedom back and, uh, and some few pewing. Bones and Ashes, according to Andrew in the live chat, says they had 800 plus. Where was Bones and Ashes? What state? In a um, fire pit. Bab Spisser says June 2nd for recreation, if we're lucky. I agree. I hope so. Uh, Super game was great. Less players, but was kind of nice, says Steve Barr. Josh, do you know that we met Steve uh, back two Super Games ago? Yep. Yep. Um, no restrictions Where? on Idaho paintball, says Kyle Swanson. Is there paintball in Idaho? Yeah, and Eric Engler said it was North Carolina. Fayetteville, more specifically. Where is um, where's Andrew Way Wayward? I know we keep asking, but I'm assuming North Carolina because that's the game you went to. Maybe Alberta maybe. is rocking five people outdoor gatherings, <laughs> which means paintball is a go. Yeah, I guess that's one one better than we are. So, uh, Le Living Legends this weekend at Black Ops in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So yet another another North Carolina game. Texas is wide open. Well, of course they are. Yeah. Oklahoma D-Day is going on this year. Last year didn't. Or last year ever, sorry. It says Justin W on uh, YouTube. Andrew's in Virginia. Yeah. Nice. Uh, New England is playing, says Charles Holton. So, I mean, I, I guess it's all regional. But if you guys are playing paintball, count your lucky stars. That's for sure. There's a hell of a lot of people right now that aren't able to do any of that. Can't even leave our house, damn it. No. <laughs> yeah, we have stay-at-home <laughs> lockdown orders. No. So, like, Richie Rampage Santos says Florida is rocking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. California, it's a, in California, it's a go. Really? They're open again. Even the Dominican Republic is playing ball, says Bobby well, That's Dowse. baseball. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. Eric Engler puts a shameless plug. Full the Gap is going on in November. Absolutely. And if we can get to that, we will go. Make sure you guys check out Full the Gap and our friend Eric Engler at uh, Command Decisions War Games. So, all right. Is that all for the questions, Gavin? Or do you uh, have one uh, more? And I will yeah, switch man. up the sack. Um, I was trying to stick this in the bottom of the sack so I wouldn't see it. It is from my nemesis, Ryan McGee. <laughs> uh, and the question that he asks is, and go around the, go, going around the horn, my friend. So in the opinion of the panel, is a box mag any sort of any sort still considered a mag bed? Or is it simply an upside down hopper? And then his sub question is, how many box mags have I kicked off? 
So, uh, box mag um, in any sort of form. Is it a, is it mag fed or is it just, would you consider it hopper? Let's start with Josh on this. Let's get his opinion in first. In my opinion counts as mag fed because most people will play mag fed because it's quote unquote more realistic. Well, most squads have some type of automatic heavy fire gun with large capacity belts or drums, whatever. So if you want to talk about realistic, that's more realistic. And other people go on and say, well, no, it doesn't count. She's an upside down hopper. And I said, well, technically speaking, a mag fed paintball marker is an upside down hopper. So yeah. What's your point? Cameron Turnbull in the live chat says magwell equals mag fed. Like catchy. Uh, Bab Spisser says Magfed heavy gunner in events uh, must have a card for it. Um, I, I I guess I agree. Joe, we'll get your your opinion here in a sec, but I I, I feel that much like Josh says in real war, real 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 life army play, you've got heavy gunners, so I get it. I know it's also frustrating for those that actually want to play real Magfed, and as as has he said, Magwell equals Magfed. So I get that. So maybe on a limited capacity for uh, MFOG game, but I I don't know. I'm I I like paintball. I'll play with whatever. If you tell me the heavy gunners are allowed, and if I'm playing Magfed, I'll just adjust my game accordingly. So, Joe, what what do you think? We ran a couple games that were Magfed only games, and we had people just strictly using mag fed mags only however i looking back in retrospect i i think that if you were doing a mag fed only game that you could have probably you know one one person per 30 or 25 or ad number and they could use a, a box mag but then they would take the paint they would have would go out in their box mag. So if their mag held 400 rounds, then that's what they got to take on the field. So it would be up to them to conserve or use their 400 rounds accordingly. I, I th And then, like Bob says, then you, they have, if they're going to be a heavy gunner, then they, they get a heavy gunner um, card. And I would say you wouldn't be able to use full auto anyway. You would just, it'd be, it'd be semi-auto only. Yeah. No bursting or ramping. Yeah. I guess it depends on how, pure i guess you want it to be this is the most contentious question we get and we get it an awful lot as wolf kind of rolled his eyes in the live chat we got that question again it's asked a lot and uh i i think it's really up to the game organizer as joe says he he ran an mfog style game and he got gears because he didn't let people play with them and you know person. and then you got other people that got upset that sniveling you know that you would have let people play with that so like i i don't know I guess it is. The paintball bully was sniveling. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Gavin, what are, you didn't chime in yet? I didn't chime in. Um, yes, I, I, I do think it is mag-fed. Um, I'll go with the mag magwell argument as well. I think what the biggest objection I've ever heard or seen um, with respect to box mags and mag-fed play is the, the ammo capacity. So I think if you level the playing field in terms of limited the amount of paint, that, um, that all players uh, can bring on the field because I could have 3,000 mags dragging behind me, right, and just putting it in, right? So, but if you limit it to add to, to sort of the realism as well, I think that there should be no objection to having that. Yeah. Uh, sort of like to, to piggyback off um, 
um, Joe's and uh, Josh's point about heavy gunners as well. I think if you just limit the amount of ammo uh, in the mag, in the box mag, and uh, what people can carry on the field, then it, it certainly levels the playing field. That's my chime. <laughs> All right, and that is my final question, Todd. So unless yeah. you have more, I no, can send you up my son. I think but... we're good. Let's move on. We got uh, lots more to get to on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button. And we are watching your comments. And if you're watching us on Facebook, hit that like and hey, share it with some of your friends if you don't mind. But something else that we've been, uh, I've been holding on to this all show and I've been wanting to tell you guys about this the entire time. But did you guys know that Planet Eclipse has more championships, new mechanical markers, new electronics, new territories, including the new MagFed division? Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, much like my hoodie that I'm wearing tonight, and take on the world. I need my read. One minute. Win the worlds. Win the worlds. Greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection. They pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Now with new packaging, new colors, and new disbursement. How many people that are watching the show tonight could do one or all of our reads by heart? You don't have to. I'm not asking you to, but just post up if you think you could do at least one or two. With thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, it makes AirUp the number one choice from inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Check out AirUps.com. Dream Spade, Ruthless Paintball Products, color sublimation and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, the Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt available worldwide. And just so you know, now that the BTB crew both has nipple covers and face masks from Exalt, we are the happiest people in the world. Get yours <laughs> today from Exalt. From the beginning, you'd stumble down a rocky cliff or wade chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. And whether you're sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports is the gear for you. Now with the new Stormer, Basic, Tactical, and Elite. DLX Technologies, guys. True industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you to the podium, ladies and gentlemen. And that's where you want to be. And uh, I do appreciate Mike Thompson posting in the beginning. Absolutely. Um, I could probably say that I could, without looking at my sheet, do most of your guys' reads. I wouldn't get it verbatim, but I'd probably get some of them. Yeah. Hey, guys, also, if you're if you're a fan of any of these manufacturers that sponsor the show, give them a like and a share and um, an at. Yeah, there you go. Tag them. Tag them and bag them. Tag them. Um, I mentioned the uh, early onset of the show today that uh, the iconic paintball team series, episode number two, The Guns of Navarone, is now up on the Patreon uh, page for paintball.media. Good place to go if you guys like paintball content. It's pennies a day, and uh, you control the content, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys should head on over and check that out. But uh, one of the things that I found interesting about The Guns of Navarone, and this is back in the late 80s, um, that the captain, Andy... Uh, was one of the first teams to begin and implement a teams uh, a team system, uh, which would be later used by all the other teams in the world. I'm going to actually read some copy from the from the script here itself. Uh, the team the team players had designated positions. This was the first in, of any of the organized teams, uh, and they were uh, first known 
to not only play every week, but to incorporate a workout schedule, scrimmages against other teams, and institute a system of recognition for players that excelled in practices and later events. Um, so these guys were like the first team to actually put organization to, you know, to paintball, to a paintball squad. So it was interesting to see their short run, um, and uh, they had some pretty good success. So do uh, do check it out if you guys get an opportunity to. So we're talking tonight about uh, how much would you spend on your dream marker? Uh, Joe, maybe you can watch some of the comments in the live chat. Uh, Josh, I know you have a couple sheets, and Gavin, you may have one sheet. Um, so let's find out from you guys at home. But before we find out their comments, let's talk to you guys. Uh, Josh, maybe we'll start with you. Someone gives the opportunity to give you your dream marker, whatever that happens to be. What are you gonna? What are you willing to dump out on that? My personal one? Yeah, I think so. You can you can say what it is if you want or not. It, it's up to you. If I could find a um as close to mint or brand new as possible black magic auto conquer oh i'd probably pay some large sums of money for something like that yeah 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 gavin what about you uh, i'm actually not going to spend any money todd i'm waiting for leds to send us a, a <laughs> whole package of uh... <laughs> keep pushing gavin that's Maybe great one you know, I know he's listening to this on a Tuesday uh, in the shop right now. So, um, yeah, hit up Todd. <laughs> Send that package to us so we can have our dream guns. Gavin, I hate to say this, but Led's actually sent in uh, five, uh, five markers already for all of you guys. And I've sold them. And <laughs> yeah, I've bought my maple syrup. I bought a couple crates. So I'm good now until next spring. But uh, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Joe, what Enjoy about you? Diabetes. What are you spending? Um <laughs> I'm sort of taking Gavin's side where I'm waiting for lads to send me. Actually, I don't need a whole gun. I, d I already have this piece. So I just <laughs> You've need... got a tan receiver. I have a tan magwell and receiver and a grip. So I just need a barrel and some internal components to make it actually work. So Poor I'm, lads I'm is going to gonna... turn this on tomorrow and he's going to be smiling, drinking his coffee, looking around the shop going, God, life is life nice at Planet Eclipse. I hope Leds pulls a perfect Johnny Cash here and sends Joe that one piece at a time. One piece. <laughs> the, po the, post the postage was killed. No, I, I random you know, gets five screws in the mail. I, I think my I think my next gun is, is going to be an EMG 100, but I would I would do it up with some Magpul hardware. I think so that'll that'll put the price up. Um, as far as optics, because they get shot out anyway, I would just put. A, your basic normal paintball optics on it but and i would run i would run mag I'd run at magfed as well and i don't need a barrel kit i have um the the planet eclipse barrels are quite magnificent anyway but i do have um if i wanted to use my apex i do have a stella um cocker threaded barrel i could use as well yeah bob spisser in the live chat says uh, i'd buy one of the angler guns that's kind of my ceiling right there um I, because we're using the word dream marker, I'm, I would like a marker that would allow me to still play pump, still allow me to play magfed, and also allow me to play on the speedball field. And I know that sounds stupid, but it is a dream marker. It, it, you know, we, we can talk however we want, but that's what I would like. Um, and also be able to slap on a, a mech trigger for me to play a, a classic event. But that doesn't exist per se, and um, that would be that would be the dream setup. And to be honest with you, Let's talk about how much money we've spent in the past. I and mean, we've all spent thousands of dollars on, on paintball guns in the past. 
what if you would spend, it would be your last $3,000 you'd ever spend, but you got the perfect marker. Would you spend it? I don't know. 3000 is an awful lot of money, but think about it. You'd never buy another gun again. Although that kind of takes the fun out of it. Yeah, I mean, we're all gonna we're all gonna purchase new markers. We're all gonna get purchase new gear and tinker with whatever we have. Yeah. But, um, you know what? I'm obviously my, my whole salt and the pepper <laughs> uh, comment the other the other week too. Uh, I'm slowing down. I just I really just enjoy rec ball and some of those little, smaller games. So I don't need yeah. anything ridiculous. Yeah. Um, something that's going to be consistent and ease of maintenance. I'm I'm, I'm content with. So I, I want something with it. ramping still to go up against those rentals though. Yeah, but when the arthritis kicks in, the ramping won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Keep it slow, my friend. Yeah, the diabetes and the arthritis. Yeah. No, I would never do that against rentals, obviously. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've all kind of we've all kind of been through those stages. But, I mean, I would be happy if the last gun I ever owned was a pump or a mechanical gun. I, I, think, I think we'd still have fun on the field with that. You know, sometimes you don't want to or don't need to be that guy that has the electronic markers shooting ropes down the down the road you know down the field but uh, i i would be um perfectly content if i found out the only mark i was allowed to use for the rest of my life was the resurrection autococker yeah 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 uh jared in the live chat says todd so you want a hammer seven <laughs> dan and hardy says twister geo four um andrew says if i could get my old black and yellow carnivore back he'd be happy yeah, Mike Thompson, so an auto mag? <laughs> Die Reflex Rail Autococker, all gloss back. Um, I have to tell you, I agree with you, Chica, but there's also, check out Free Flow's website. They're now selling uh, the new They're versions of the Reflow, the Reflex Cocker, and they look sharp. Gavin, you're yeah, nodding. Did you see them? I, I, I was uh, nodding to Joe, yeah. Did you see the Die Autocockers around? Yeah, they pop but, up in my feed. But that's but not from Die, that's from Free Flow that came out with it, right? Okay. Yeah. Flow. yeah, they're really nice. Yeah. It took me a second look. I'm like, what? What's going on here? And then I read who posted it. So aesthetic yeah. anodizing. Aesthetic anodizing is is doing the, the colors on them. So nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have some sheets there. Uh Joe, I'll let you watch the chat. Um, what do you guys uh what do you guys have on your sheets there? So um, Mike. Mike Hancock said uh, he spent many, many years ago, he spent about $750 building his perfect R-T-U-L-E automag. And wow. uh, it's still his preferred classic. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Jared Skibo says he spent probably far too much money uh, making a Hammer 7 into a Dream Bolt Action Sniper Rifle. Yeah, but I've seen some of those. They're pretty sharp. Money well they, spent. They look very cool. Yeah. So Davy uh, Davy Jan says he bid on an unanodized GSL and he stopped at three thousand USD. Damn, son. Jeez. All right, so it went over three thousand. Uh, Joe uh, in the YouTube chat says he'd love a bold pup magfed marker. Here, 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 here. Uh, amazing how many tech cockers. How many times you can say that? People don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, Joe. What was that? A shock tech. Um, Andrew Wood Woodyard is saying misfit shock tech cockers. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Elliot Darno said Inception Predator. <laughs> yeah, that's a very nice marker. Yeah. And I apologize. West Shockley sent in a 
his dream gun that he built for $1,200, but I don't, I'm not able to see it with the picture that I have. So I apologize for that. But I blacked it out because it's Wes Shockley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not, it's not safe for, for the show. Good, good for you, Wes Shockley, for still watching. Do you know he is one of the longest, longtime viewers of the show? He doesn't watch every week, but he still checks in. And uh, he's been watching us for uh, a long time. Yeah, back when we were entertaining. And he was uh, on our quarantine shows as well. On he was. Uh, he yep. could pop on. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bab Spisser says, my ID100 custom EMF100 is rivaling my die damn. Well, of course it would. Of course it would. <laughs> <laughs> Austin James Knopf says I spent uh, $3,100 Canadian on a lasered CSL in 2011. Nice. Multiple De people commented on how beautiful it was. Devin Schwartz says that he'd spent about tree fitty. He's spent about tree <laughs> Oh, Bill Scribner, a working evil omen. <laughs> Now, I, 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 nobody that's got priceless because that. it ain't happening. That's going to involve someone... personally having it teched by Simon Stevens. Yeah. I... And, and Zampier <laughs> for the reads. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, if you want to, if you want a properly working evil omen, you have to send it to uh, Simon Stevens at Inceptions to get it properly working. He's got all the mods for it. Let him know behind the bunker sent you and he'll get you hooked up. Um, yeah, absolutely. I would still like to see a video of a working one. I don't think I'm going to get that that wish. Right. <laughs> uh, Todd, these ones where the uh, all the stuffs at the top, where are they from? Are they Instamogram. From yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Paintball.100 says, uh, says I spent $2,300 on his Dream Marker HK Army Lux X with Blue Moon Anno Custom Laser Engraving. Wow. Sounds like it would be pretty cool. Uh, Steve in the live chat says on YouTube, he says markers get greater every year. Kind of to my next thought, I said about three thousand bucks is what I would spend on like the perfect final marker, but I don't know that I could do a final marker. You know what I mean? Like every year, you kind of look forward to something new coming out, and be ashamed to have your dream marker and all these other fancy trinkets showing up. Half the fun is getting that new marker smell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The smell. The smell. <laughs> Shane Free says uh, PNP Supercocker. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dev McDonald 1994 says, however <laughs> much a minty A1 fly with sick anal runs. Ah. You forgot to add in there like three battery chargers. Uh, Matt the Crypt is saying a uh, evil proto... Yeah, Evil Proto is what he was hoping for. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I, I have one last comment that I'd like to read, and I think it's the winner of the evening. Uh-oh. Because this one strikes right, right at home, right to the heart. And it's from a uh, good friend of the show. Um, where'd it go? Oh, uh, Barney Hulk says, uh, I can't say... Um, my wife will see it. <laughs> we're all there, bud. Yeah. We're all there. Yeah. I, I knew a paintball store once a long time ago who would, uh, before computerized systems, would give you a handwritten receipt because that's the style at the time. And uh, they would offer you a second handheld, uh, handwritten receipt with a slightly less denomination on it. Um, 
just so that you could put it on the kitchen table when you got home. Or put it in the box. <laughs> put it in the home. box. Awesome. Yeah. My greatest Sorry, fear <laughs> is that my wife will sell my markers when I pass away for what I told her I bought them for. Oh. Sell it on eBay. Sell it rare and OG and paint them. <laughs> You'll get more than you got. I just wanted to say, uh, I see Jeff Thompson in the chat says, hello, Bud Orr. And I saw that uh, a couple of weeks ago. So Bud had joined us. So uh, nice. if you're tuning in this evening, my friend, I appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, we were talking a lot about your markers. And uh, yeah, thanks for checking us out again, my friend. Yeah. Bud who? I'm only kidding. <laughs> that was one of our favorite shows, having Bud Orr and Tom K. simultaneous on the show. And uh, if you guys uh, are big fans of either of them, go on our YouTube channel and do a search for Behind the Bunker, Bud Orr, Tom K. Best interview we've had on the show, I would say. Very good. All right, uh, Josh, you have your sheets handy, my friend? I do. All right. Uh, Josh picked about uh, a half a dozen of his favorite custom gear picks that you guys have sent in over the last couple of weeks and uh, wants to show them. Let me see if I can get them loaded up there for you, Josh. There we go. I'm ready when you are. All right, let's go. First one sent in is from Stephen Fontaine. Added a four grip. I take many pictures of this, and this was a TMC with a Lapco you know what i am gonna go in the proper order and let's start again so here we go oh no, no. sorry i i no no you're sorry. right that... you're right i'm wrong i went i went backwards okay all right fine uh next one up is from oliver powell who's got the tmc and i believe that is a ppq correct yep yeah how do you properly say it Wal walther 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 ppq yeah as as it is as it I, that's is pronounced in that's all James Bond movies. Is is that a T? That's no. That's in modern. That's not, not a TMC. Yeah. No, you're right. That's not. Hold on. Look that? at look at the receiver. This is a. It's either a A5 or Phenom. No, it might be a converted, but it might be one of those. Um, it's a Tacoma. That's a Tacoma. Tacoma or something. Yeah. 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 Sorry, my mistake. I should know that. That's okay. Uh, next one sent in from Justin Williamson. Now, this one is a, a TMC yeah, with the air through stock. I like seeing that. I like it. I have that mod as well, and I do enjoy it. Next is from uh, Watcher of the Show, Dan and Hardy. And these are the, uh, what do you call these, like steins? Yeah, I would say. The cups? Yeah, made out of recycled or upcycled carbon fiber tanks. And look at the drop forwards and the inline regs as the... Uh... As the handles. I wasn't going to make a comment because none of them were flame drop forwards. So. But these still get honorable mentions. I suppose. Good looking paint, though, that yellow and uh, purple GI paint. Nice. Uh, next up is Rob Zazabulski. Wow. I hope I butchered that enough for him. These are Gavin's favorite goggles. Many, many kisses. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. Why would that be why would that be my favorite? But anyway, let's go on. You know what would and, fit uh, great in those is some sports comms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. We should have bought more sports comms. We should have. It's like Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is sent in by Mikey Mike Holstrom. And he loves this show to pieces. Just like his marker. Nice. Well done. I wrote that just for you, Mike. <laughs> Cool. I'll say I don't do anything for you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to get your custom gear on our show, 
send it to uh, any of our social media platforms or uh, send us an email to show at BehindTheBunker.com. Um, guys, if you're yeah, watching... Maybe this... with one or two words as to what the marker is. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Todd gives me extremely blurry sheets. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to see. We do have a, a, a Bud or in our live chat. He says, uh, that's an old ranger uh, that are made way back. Nice. Nice to see you, bud. Miss you on the show. Maybe we'll get you back on one day. Uh, maybe we'll get you without that, without Tom K, so we can let your... Uh... With that deadbeat, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut the dead weight and just yeah. get Bud Orr on the show. There you go. Awesome. Um, so if you guys are watching us on Facebook right now, we're going to say farewell to you. We're going to continue to record our podcast, and we're going to continue to broadcast over on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button or even hit that bell notification so whenever we're live, you guys are notified of it. Um, yeah. Thank you to all of you guys that are watching us on Facebook. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments, and we might read them on the show. All right. Well, that was fun, man. Those uh, that fifty minutes goes fast when you're uh, when you're having fun. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. You know, Josh rubbing off of me right now. I'm getting really, really grumpy. The longer the show goes on. Yeah. yeah. I call it. I call it Zoom fatigue. Yeah. Zoom fatigue. Yeah. yeah. So it's you a know real thing. You know what? And, and I'm, I I'm grateful that I can't see Matt right now. Um, so we're going to be doing this Zoom show for a little bit longer. A couple more right? weeks so, for sure. Yeah, yeah. A couple more weeks for sure. Uh, I am itching to get back in the studio, honestly, um, for a number of reasons. But it's just, it, it, you know, I, I miss my friends. I miss our, our paintball community. And it's so much nicer uh, when we're all together in the studio. And I'm really hoping yeah. it happens soon. Yeah. And our hand signals and foot signals are better in the during while we're in the same studio yes they are yeah plus the catering is better like i'm just getting catering right now for myself and the sandwich trays barely get touched um, we need funeral sandwiches we do yes. by the way i don't know if you told your wife or not or if she if she knew but little louise i think it was had a funeral a mother's day special but it was like funeral sandwiches but like oh, cute pretty sandwiches for for mother's day I dare not get them because my wife does not eat sandwiches like that. What? But uh, she does not. She does not do egg salad. She does not do cold cuts. She does not do tuna. Basically, she like, doesn't do sandwiches. Like, Todd, you're the only guy who gets excited about going to a funeral. <laughs> you know, like movie Wedding Crashers. Like, Todd can star in Funeral Crashers. Gavin, just, your voice seems a little up. hoarse. Is it something I should be worried about? <laughs> yes. Are you planning? You know, ooh, the smoked salmon is going to be delicious. <laughs> Egg yeah. salad, here I, I come. found a new caterer who will put capers in their egg salad and tuna salad. So, Ooh. yeah, I don't know what a caper is. I just know they're delicious and salty. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's caper trees, but <laughs> I think or, capers like a berry or something, isn't it? Like it, it grows on. Come off a tree. They're grown in Spain. Are like they really? Olives. Yeah, I think so. No. Yeah, they're quite delicious with smoked salmon, though. What the hell is yeah. going on? Like, did I hit the twilight zone? I'm talking about food. I know, you're talking about food, Gavin. Good hey. for you. <laughs> Capers are also called finder's rose. is a perennial plant that bears rounded, freshy leaves and large, white, pink, 
pinkish white flowers a plant that's known for edible flower buds used in seasoning and fruit both of which are usually consumed pickled there we go bob spicer's so we did talk about pickles and olives as well so maybe this could be added to the tool belt of <laughs> snacks that you have on a very hot day <laughs> well bob spicer in the live chat says mm, capers capers are nice it's like that that sort of thing that if you were you know if you had them in your fridge and you were single you know your your potential lady friend would open up and see that you have capers and go this guy's uh, pretty worldly. Then they look on the cupboard and see Vegemite, and they like start running out the door. Uh, yeah, okay. That, that you know, I've got capers in there, you know, to, to attract the ladies, and I've got the ascot in my pipe too. <laughs> Smoking jacket hanging deal. in your hallway closet. <laughs> Absolutely. This is how long it's been since I've dated somebody. <laughs> like the fifties? Is that the last time you dated someone? Yeah. No, well, whatever. It's just this pretentious food like the capers. We were at a we were at a upscale restaurant years ago for someone's something celebrating, and someone had made comment at the table beside us about how great the salad was because it had fennel in it. What? Yeah, it's like really they're getting batshit crazy over fennel. Nice. Okay. Well, fennel's not that great. I don't. I don't. I I disagree. I I agree. Sorry, I agree with you. It's not that good at all. It's like when um, someone puts uh, rosemary. I don't like rosemary. If no one ever used rosemary or thyme in any cooking at all, I would be the happiest camper. I am just watching our, our chat right now. People are actually <laughs> giving recipe or recommendations, <laughs> right? So we have Jeff Thompson's like a dash of curry in your egg salad sandwich. <laughs> nah, so get rid of the curry. Put your paprika in. Curry. Stop putting curry in everything. It doesn't need to be there. <laughs> it's got a distinct flavor and it goes with a very set like food groups and recipes. It's like well, I, what's your thoughts on paprika then? Oh my dad if, paprika. Oh, no, 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 time out, time out, time out. Time out. <laughs> the secret ingredient in most fried chicken is smoked paprika. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say salt. Smoked paprika is awesome in nearly everything. Yeah. Um I keep making chat. I Ooh. keep making comments in the Facebook chat. Chat. I guess I should stop. That's the old shows that are playing. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is uh, in the live chats talking about Caesar bars. We used to go to this restaurant called the Alibaba, and it was one of these restaurants where there were all booths, and most of them were cylindrical. And if you got, if someone called the restaurant, they would bring out this phone on a tray to you plug it into the jack that's at the table because all the tables had jacks it's one of those like uh old timey phones with the like the scoop for your mouth receiver and they would wheel out this caesar cart and they would make you caesar while you Salads. waited while you watched and they would ask you how much garlic do you want how many anchovies or you know all, all that sort of stuff and it was uh, half people didn't even want to eat their caesar they just wanted to see the show but that was uh that was fantastic wonder what that guy's doing now the guy that has a hunchback because that's all he ever did was hunch over a Caesar cart. Caesars, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, whatever. Whatever. Food is good. We can all, we can all, yeah, we can all talk about food. Good show tonight. I like all your custom corner stuff, uh, Josh. Hopefully you have some more for next week. You've got a handful left, right? I think I have two sheets. Left. Nice. Okay. So we're good. We're good. Yeah. And didn't get a chance but to it's watch. Only six. It's only six uh, submissions. Six though. submissions. Okay. Well, we'll ask yeah. for some more. Uh, Steve, you can just sign off uh, YouTube right now and go home. He says tofu capers. 
No. What the fire <laughs> truck? <laughs> You're ruining the show, Steve. Yeah. What's your What's your thoughts on double dipping? You dip the way you want. I will dip the way I want. That's Good right. For you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going anywhere, so we're going to end this program. That was uh, that was a good show tonight, and uh, if you guys are new to our uh, our podcast, thank you guys uh, so much for for downloading it. A lot of you guys are um, our numbers are you guys visiting Google Play and visiting our website and and seeing it and playing it from there. But all you got to do is find it uh, on your phones where you get normal podcasts from, and you can subscribe to it, and it'll automatically come to your phone, so you don't have to miss miss a single episode. Uh, so try try doing that at uh, you know next time that you guys are looking for the show. And all you have to do to find us is hit Paintball Podcast. Maybe even use the words behind the bunker and you'll find us. Um, Josh, thank you for being on the show tonight, sir. And thank you for putting up with me again for you made, Monday. You made the whole show and you didn't have to run out at all. No. I, this is because I have nothing left to drink. <laughs> this is how sad it was. Look, I had a protein shake oh. during the show. No Why? wonder he's ornery. <laughs> Why? Gotta get him some good time beverages. The rum's gone. Oh no. Rum and protein shake? Mm. By the way, not that it helps you in any way, but I do have a bottle of Captain Morgan Dark in the studio. Just just saying. I didn't make it it home in time to go to the liquor store. Yeah. I'd ask Matt if the liquor stores were actually physically open. I I thought maybe it was a curbside, but I guess it's a necessity, isn't it? It's essential service. But I think in our area, Mondays are closed. I think you're right. They close Mondays. They close at 7 o'clock, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. So thanks, Josh. Joe, thank you for being on the program tonight. Thanks very much. No problem. And we will see you uh, next Monday night at 8 for the Facebook Live show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Garvin Sharma. Yeah, it was great to be here as usual. It's so fantastic to see you guys in the chat interacting. Uh, some big names, and uh, for you little people too, we still appreciate you. Uh, continue to sh- uh, share the love and let people know what you do on a Monday night by like, subscribing, and just spreading the word. Word of mouth is great. So appreciate you guys chatting uh, with us in the YouTube world and uh, listening to us every week when you download it. We, we sincerely appreciate all of your support. Yeah, yeah. And uh, final shout out goes to Happy Holton, who finally made it to YouTube. Uh, Happy's going to be a new correspondent of Behind the Bunker. He's going to go to uh, a, a game uh, and do a quick uh, roving report for us. So hopefully we look forward to seeing that one as well. Uh, thank you to Babs Bisser watching from his hot tub. Hopefully he's not any more wrinkly than he normally is. And uh, that's it. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>